Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today, I am honored to be joined by the team from the Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Elena, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Hi. Well, you guys have been kicking butt on this campaign. Um, as a father of two young girls, I'm really uh, impressed with the work that you have done. I'm, I'm a buyer of this product myself. Give our community a little bit of background on, on, on how your story began. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so we started this campaign. Well, we started planning this campaign six months ago. And so we've been putting a lot of work into this. So actually, the Kickstarter campaign that you see is is just, you know, the, the tip of the iceberg because we've been researching the product first and slowly building an audience before actually launching the campaign on Kickstarter. So on the day that we launched, we already had a very engaged audience of uh, a little over 4,000 people and uh, who were ready to just jump on board and, and buy the book as soon as we launched it. So I think that was a, a very important piece of, of, of our uh, strategy for, for, for launch day. And... Um, and also, we, we already had um, a children's media company, an existing company, which is called Timbuktu Labs, that we started about five years ago. So we already had a network of users and of people who already knew uh, our products and who were familiar with what we do and what we stand for. So that certainly helped in building that initial momentum and traction that is so important when you launch a Kickstarter campaign. I couldn't agree more. I mean, it, it's obviously great to hear that, you know, you guys have built a base. You built Timbuktu. You guys have mobile apps that are out there. You're published in many different places. You have partnerships with some of these elite brands in the world. You know, how did Timbuktu magazine even come into play? So Timbuktu magazine was our first product in 2011. That's when we launched. We decided to work on an iPad magazine for kids because the iPad was about to come out and we really wanted to experiment with something on that medium. And uh, we were deeply passionate about illustrations and especially children's illustrations. And, and we were also very passionate about publishing in general and, and of course design and technology. So that seemed like the perfect moment to, to try to experiment with something new in the publishing space. And uh, so we launched in the first issue of the magazine uh, in the App Store in 2011, and it immediately started to get 
some nice press coverage, some some initial traction with users, and so that was our first. It was basically the the, the beginning of of our of our startup. We realized that there was something big that we could tap into and that we could start building a company around it. So we eventually decided to to create like um, a media company called Timbuktu Labs. And for the past five years, that's yeah, that's what we've been working on. You guys were an Italian startup, basically, and you moved to Silicon Valley, what, like four years ago to start this media company. And then I guess you guys have been in L.A. ever since. What what kind of triggered that move? I mean, was it a necessary move for you to be closer to the value valley? Yes, absolutely. That was, uh, I think it was one of the most crucial decisions that, that we took. The first issue of the magazine, yes, we were still in, in Milan when we did that, uh, but we quickly realized that we needed to be in San Francisco or in Silicon Valley to, if we really wanted to grow this company more, more quickly. And so, yeah, we moved to San Francisco in 2012. We applied to 500 startups, which is this one of the most prestigious incubators in the U.S. right now. And we were selected by, by Dave McClure and, and his team. And so that was like a, a huge turning point for us. It was a great experience. We raised our first round of funding during the program. And we met amazing people, mentors, investors. And we kind of built our first network here in the U.S. because, as you can imagine, coming from from a different country and not knowing like anyone, basically, it was we we completely built this from from scratch. Yeah, no, it's it's a beautiful story. I mean, you guys have raised you know over four hundred thousand dollars currently. You know, this this children's book, you know, is really beautiful and well done. You know, from these illustrations and the the, the inspiring stories that you've put together. You know, kind of talk about the, the process of putting all of that together and how you've kind of sourced everything to, to make this beautiful product come to life. Yeah, uh, so we've always worked with a huge network of illustrators from all over the world. And that's always been one of the one of our main strengths, I, I would say. We, we like to work with with many different illustrators. We we like to uh, our products to reflect a very diverse style and of illustrations. So, so that's, that's why we decided to do this also for, for this book. And, um, and the way we usually find them is we're very passionate about illustration. So we, we, we kind of follow Instagram accounts. We follow illustrators on like wherever they, 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 they might be on, on social media. And of course, we read and we buy a lot of children's books, so that's that's another great way to find amazing illustrators. And then, of course, I mean, over the past five years, there's a lot of people who have worked with us and who keep writing to us in a very organic way, and they just reach out because they want to work with us. So, um, and part of the of the process of the campaign of the Kickstarter campaign was also to make the process as open as possible and to we actually say this in the video we we encourage backers or like anyone who who see who sees this campaign to suggest uh stories but also artists illustrators who might be perfect for for this for this book 
Oh, that's great. Embrace the crowd, right? And you, you've certainly done that, you know, on, on many multiple fronts. What, what was inspiring to me is the fact that you guys have gotten so much press, but you aren't working with an agency per se. You know, kind of talk about how you guys have gone about that in terms of your approach to getting media to cover your project. Yes. Uh, yeah, we didn't work with any PR agency. We, we've done a lot of research on the right journalists that we should try to get in touch with. So, um, and we've been doing this like way before the beginning of, of the campaign. So, uh, we started doing this like, yeah, two months before or even more, even three months. So it's very important when you launch something that you, uh, begin to establish a connection with the right influencers and the right journalists early on and you kind of make them part of the process of what you're building so that when you launch they will be more more likely to to feature you and to talk about you and and also like one one other important trick that that you can use when you plan your launch is to uh, look for journalists uh, who wrote about something similar in the past. So s journalists who covered similar campaigns or, or similar, you know, similar products. And that's usually a very strong signal that they will probably cover your, your campaign as well. Absolutely. Were there any tool sets that you used or was it all just Google search? Uh, so we used, uh, uh, we used a lot of, yeah, Google search and, and especially also Google images uh, was very helpful for this. But we also used BuzzSumo and, and, and others, um, software or I should say probably another course that we used and that was extremely helpful in the, planning of the campaign and the framework that we use for the campaign is this new course called From Zero to Funded, which is a new online course launched by this amazing entrepreneur whose name is uh, Catherine Avery, if I'm not mistaken. Great, great. No, we'll definitely look into that. In terms of the, the prep work outside of, you know, on the, on the, PR, on the PR side, you had mentioned that you had started, you know, working on this project to launch on crowdfunding about six months ago. What was some of the other prep work that you did in anticipation of your launch? We did a lot of work with content marketing and newsletters. Uh, so we built a very specific audience uh, with our with our newsletter, and um, we started to week after week send specific stories around this theme of empowering young girls. So we were also using the newsletter as a customer discovery tool and slowly understanding with our audience the kind of stories that resonated the most with them. And and so eventually we came up with the idea of this book and we decided to shape it this way also because we had done that type of research with our user base. Excellent. All great info, Elena. I appreciate that. This gets us into our launch round where I rapid fire questions at you. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what inspired you to become a female entrepreneur? Uh, well, I guess like I, I, I grew up surrounded by many strong women. So that's probably that's probably been the most. Yeah, the strongest, the strongest reason why I decided to do something on my own. 
Who who did you look up to growing up? Um. Wow. That's that's a hard one. Um. I don't know. Like, well, well, of course. I mean, the first example, as as I said, it was definitely like uh, my mom, who who is a doctor, and she's been. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, she was um, working and studying all the time. So she 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 definitely was my my first example. Excellent. Uh, if you could meet any entrepreneur throughout history, who would you meet with? Okay. So I guess well. Right now, I would like to meet with with Bill Gates. What would be your first question? My first question would probably be, what are you working on? (laughs) Trying to get a leg up on everyone, huh? What book besides Goodnight Stories potentially is, is on your nightstand tonight or today? Uh, so today I'm actually reading, um, a book, uh, which is, uh, called, wait, cause it's a very, it's a, it's a very beautiful book. I don't remember the, the title right now. Just give me one second. Um, it's everything you ever wanted. Yes. And it's a memoir by Gillian Loren. It's a beautiful book about the experience of a, of a woman who really wants to have a child and who ends up adopting a child from Ethiopia. It's a great, great book. Excellent. We'll make sure to include that link. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? I hope to be <laughs> still with Timbuktu, and I hope that at that point Timbuktu will have grown in a much bigger children's media company. Excellent. Final question. What is the future of crowdfunding look like? Amazing. I think we're still at the very beginning of it and it we're yeah, we will see amazing stuff coming coming out of it. Uh it's uh it's really like a, a a true revolution in like how you can, you know, approach the 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 funding of of anything basically. So, I think this is just the beginning of it. We we agree with you wholeheartedly. Elena, you've been great. <laughs> Um, please give our audience your pitch. Tell us what you're all about and where people should go to go and buy the Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Oh, yes, sure. So Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls is a children's book, is an illustrated children's book featuring a 100 stories of extraordinary women from Elizabeth I to Serena Williams. So women from the present and the past who have achieved incredible results in any field. Uh, and you can pre-order it on Kickstarter. And if you do it now, you will get it in time for Christmas. Awesome. Elena, you have been great. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all of the show notes, links, and a full transcript. Elena, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, 
please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.